We're getting started with week seven of our podcast entitled The Shadow of the Cross. This is the week of the Passion, Holy Week, sometimes it's called, when everything we've been considering during our podcast comes into focus. We arrive at the cross this Friday. We are at the headwaters of what God is doing in our world and also the basis of our lives. Now, I want to look with you at the seven last words of Jesus given at the cross. They open a door for us to see Jesus and to see our need for his grace and to see what the cross accomplishes. Now, last words are important. For example, Emily Dickinson, the American poet, said, I must go in for the fog is rising. Benjamin Franklin quipped, a dying man can do nothing easy. Michael Landon, the author who's best known for his book, The Little House on the Prairie, had his family gathered around his bed and his son said that it was time to move on. And Landon said, you're right, it's time. I love you all. And he passed into death. And finally, Alfred Hitchcock said, one never knows the ending. One has to die to know exactly what happens after death. Now, Scripture has preserved for us in the Gospels the final words Jesus spoke from the cross. And here is the first we'll look at today. Luke chapter 23, verse 32 to 34. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. Now this moment is one of contrasts. As Luke tells us about the criminals flanking Jesus during the crucifixion, and the name of the place they took him to with the others outside the city, here Jesus speaks. Now we think, well, Jesus just shouldn't be there. He's the one unjustly convicted and sentenced to death. The Jewish religious authorities had dragged Jesus through a trial that broke their rules of justice, but they were in a hurry. Seeing Jesus as a threat, they wanted him dead. So they brought in false witnesses that lied. And even these witnesses did not agree with each other. But that didn't matter. Jesus had to die. The Roman authorities used Jesus' case to curry favor with the Jewish religious establishment. The truth is, the whole thing was a sham. Here is Jesus, now on the cross, after being beaten within an inch of his life and mistreated, and he, here are his first words. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Now, could this be true? Do they really not know what they're doing? It seemed calculated and planned, careless and senseless for sure. But it seemed like they know exactly what they're doing. What does Jesus mean? Who is Jesus praying for? I think he is praying for us all. The reason Jesus came, the purpose of his cross, is to bring forgiveness. 
He is not saying that they don't know there's been a miscarriage of justice or they don't know that he's been treated unfairly. I think he's talking about the blindness all of us know because of our sin. It makes sense that these would be the first words of Jesus from the cross. Jesus has to begin here, and so must all of us. So what don't we know? We don't know how sick humanity is, how sick we are. We don't know the way to God. We don't know the way to peace. And we no longer know who we are. We've forgotten our identity is made in the image of God. We've forgotten we were created to reflect his glory and to walk in his love. We also don't know, they they also didn't know they were killing the Lord of glory. We are blind and he must open up our eyes to see. You see, our life in God must begin with forgiveness because this is the way to life. Now, we might expect Jesus to call down fire on his enemies. But no, the cross is the way to forgiveness. Therefore, Jesus begins by praying for his mission, asking the Father to forgive. And yes, I have to believe that this is a prayer the Father answers in him. Not because we are worthy, but because Jesus was. And he bore the cross to purchase our freedom and our life. And this comes to us through forgiveness. Let's pray together. Lord God, you have no reason to love us. Indeed, you love us for no reason except you are love. Teach us at the same time the need that we have for forgiveness and the sufficiency of the work of Christ on our behalf. For we pray in Jesus' name, amen.